This is the BT Real Chapter Podcast, episode 24. I'm your host, Stefan Hughes, and this cast is the sixth in our series called Overcoming Challenges in Education, Meeting with the Speakers. This is a chance to talk a little more with the teachers who presented in our chapter event on July 4th and 5th of 2020 about their presentations and about other useful tips they can share with our listeners on teaching practice and most importantly on teacher development. Our guest holds a B in languages from USP, a CTE in a CELTA. She has also taken a T-Source certificate from the University of Anaheim, California. She has been an online teacher for four years and runs her own online business called Simplifica. Let's welcome Tamiris Kama. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. All right. Yeah, yeah. It's really nice. Really nice. Thanks for accepting our or taking our invitation. So you talked a bit about online teaching because I think that is your fourth. Yes, some people say the fourth day, but it's your fourth, right? It is. Online teaching, establishing connections (laughs) beyond the screen. So this topic, I think, couldn't be more pertinent for the times you're living in. Am I right? Yes, totally. Um, I, I actually, what I got from teachers that they were really lost when it comes to online teaching. So in March, back in March, people were kind of crazy because they thought they would lose many students. They wouldn't be able to deliver their sessions. They thought that they were not good teachers in the online environment. So I had the chance to talk to many teachers and then to help many of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. I think it was a bit of soul searching for a lot of teachers, as you just said there, right? Teachers had to find, oh, where uh, really find themselves and find out that they can do it. Because I think there was a lot of questioning, exactly. a lot of self doubt about the capacity not to deliver. All right, that was good. Well, we have a few questions. And also about, fear. Uh, that, that's yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. About what? No, oh, no. Also. Because uh, many, many of the teachers, they said that they were, they were afraid of teaching yeah. online. And then I thought it was something yeah. really funny to listen from teachers. Yes, because it, it is a constant confrontation. Being in the classroom, it is a constant confrontation to fear. And then yeah. the online environment offers lots of fears for teachers who are not used to that. They mm-hmm. believe that they need to be tech savvy yeah. and all. Yeah. Nowadays, true. I believe that things are a bit better. That's right, that's right. We're getting there. Okay. Well, we have a few questions. A few, two main questions I think that will help us and you can expand on them as we go along. Two main questions. So let's get straight to the questions, right? Um, This one, I think the answer may seem, it may seem obvious, but here goes, right? Based on your experience, which uh, of these seem to have a bigger impact on learning? Technical problems or pedagogical problems in online teaching? Well, at first, I found lots of problems in a technical. Actually, technicalities happened. Connection issues, students didn't want to turn on their cameras because they were camera shy. So probably at first, I 
found many difficulties regarding technical problems and then I, I, I didn't know those tricks to, to help my students to help. Actually, I didn't know how to, to provide some support for my students if they didn't know how to turn on the cameras. So I had to learn lots of tips on mm -hmm. how to guide students, provide them a lot of guidance because they needed to feel comfortable in the online environment. So as I was a teacher, an online teacher, I needed to be a more resourceful teacher. But I told my students that I would I would be able to help them with these small technical problems. <laughs> so whenever I receive a new student, uh, I have this learning to learn moment. Oh, then I teach nice. them how to plug in the mic. Yes. And then I have this day zero lesson where I teach them how to, to go through some problems that might arise in the online environment. So that's something that I, I'm I learned from experience Great. that this can impact some of my practice. But I would say that uh, pedagogical problems, they were a problem to me when I focused too much on the tools that I was using yeah. and then I forgot about the teaching. So uh, the, the idea of teach, of being an online teacher, you need to use technology. It is very yeah. important to do so. But you also need to think about the rationale behind each tool that you choose. Great. So if you are choosing this website or that website, why are you using that? What is the rationale behind? Uh, uh, what is the outcome? So I believe that was of the essence to learn mm -hmm. when and how, actually how and why I was using those tools to Great. teach my students. Lovely, lovely. So it's a how and why. I think key, two key words that you said there that kind of echoed, mm -hmm. resonated with me was guidance mm -hmm. and rationale. So we have to, I think very important you said teaching students and helping them learning to learn sessions because um, they need to know that and probably yeah. if you don't do that, that could affect them in terms of motivation because they don't see the benefit of it. And they, like us teachers, they probably have a lot of mm -hmm. fear about online learning. So does it work? Especially if they're not used to it and you tell them, let's go online. You have to, you can't just tell them, try it. Mm -hmm. but they have to help them maybe lessen the, the, the fear so that it, they can really work with it and use it for their advantage. Great, good stuff. Well, here you go. Let's let's go straight to the second one. So you share a lot of tips, right? You talk a lot about stuff that you have here on the channel, they have Instagram, and everybody yeah, follows it. Good stuff. You really share some really mm -hmm. nice yeah, tips and best practices for online instruction. Yeah. Um, what about your best failures or fails? Do you would you? Can I talk a bit about one or two experiences you had that didn't work quite well? Because I know that things don't always work as we expect them to. Uh, they work well, but sometimes they don't. Exactly. But that's that's mm -hmm. okay. That's that's fine. Yeah. So can you share that? Share one story, maybe. Well. Actually, every week there's a bit of a failure because whenever I try something new, yes. things they don't work well all the time. We we need to be. I'm really honest when it comes yeah. to to That's talking it. about my lessons and all. Not all my lessons are successful. Yes. So sometimes True. we plan a beautiful lesson and then there's the leading moment to practice and then all. But the students they didn't have a good time. Um, actually, uh, something that I 
that I that I believe it helps me a lot. It is mm-hmm. to uh, check in these moments that I failed, and then to try to check what went well, what could have been done better. So one of my one of the failures that I had when I first started, I relied too much on technology. So I used to spend hours planning beautiful presentations. And uh, once I was teaching this student and we had a, I had a lesson planned on a YouTube video and my internet didn't work. My student's internet was really weak. And then I couldn't share the document with her. She felt really disappointed. And then she said that online classes weren't for her because she yeah. thought it was Conclusion. too difficult. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then what, how, how did you work around that? And, uh, yes, it's really motivating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, I and then it, it really hit me on that day because mm-hmm. I spent so much time preparing the lesson and then. Um, like trimming the video getting to the point I wanted and all but and then it didn't work I could have done something simpler that it would be better for my student it would have been better for her and then I I, I asked her can you give me another chance so I'll prepare another lesson I'll think about a, a plan yeah. B or C or D so then we can have our lesson so I that's when I started focusing uh, a bit less on technology and on the fireworks so I I, I really thought about my students as human beings and all that they need to be provided with a good experience, but they don't need to be provided with uh, amazing videos, all the lessons. Uh, let's go for the simple things. Yeah. They need you there to provide they guidance need, and that's feedback. It. They don't need to be wowed. They need to be guided. They need to be, you know, let's say, uh, supported yeah, in this case. It's a big difference between the wow, it's a wow factor. We, we talk a lot about that, yeah, the wow factor wears off and then mm-hmm. what next yeah so mm-hmm. take away the wow but keep the yes, support it's very, uh, mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly. go ahead. It's, it's very important to to add those elements of fun but mm-hmm. um, it's not only about uh, it all boils down to teaching so online teaching is still teaching it's <laughs> that's still what teaching. i what are the, one of the quotes that i like the most uh, okay i'm gonna quote you on that online teaching is still teaching Yes, I I first got in touch with it. Uh, Actually, it's not mine. I borrowed this quote from a book. Uh, Actually, it's not settled this way, but it is a book on online teaching from the Delta Publishing. Uh, I believe it is Nikki Hockley and uh, Lindsay Clanfield. If I'm not mistaken. Yes, if I'm not mistaken. So they wrote it and then I thought it was very important for me. Right. Well, I think a lot of teachers will hold on to that as well. You know that it's something we have to remember. Okay, and I hope this motivates the podcast. Really motivates them to keep doing that and probably listening to you, checking on your channel as well. Uh, do you have any final tips, words, messages for for teachers who might be listening? Uh, well, I believe that we have. If you are delivering your lessons online, you. I believe that you can make do with what you have. You don't need to test several tools. You don't need to test a different platform every week. I believe that you need to reflect on your practice, what is good for you and your learners. Uh, The best toolkit for online teaching is the toolkit that you feel comfortable with. So you should try some new platforms, but you don't need to develop that fear of a best option, FOBO. Some people have developed FOBO, right? Uh, So then you 
you need to to think about your students and then what's best for them and for you. Okay. Wow. Thanks again, Tamiris. Where can we find you online? Tell us a bit about the yeah. channel. What's the name of the channel? Oh, okay. Actually, you can find me on Instagram. That's simplifica.english. You can check my Instagram. I share some tips on online teaching, on how to be a private teacher as well. I share my successes and my failures. So if you like this kind of content, you can find me on simplifica.english. All right, great. Thanks again, huh? Well, this has been the BT Rio Chapter Podcast, and this is episode 24. Your host, here, Stephanie News. Really uh, such an honor to, have, you know, to talk to teachers and hear from them and hear the experiences like what they just had here with Samiris. So this was number six of our series, Overcoming Challenges in Education Meet the Speakers, right? And our session we had in July, well, our two-day event with the same name. So stay tuned, everybody, for other informative episodes like this one. For this another teacher you think might benefit from us and from this. And you can follow us on Instagram as well. Like you follow Tamiris there, right? Simplifico.ingase. Follow us at BT okay. underscore Rio Chapter to learn more about our events for teachers and, you know, connect with us. Send us a message if you feel the need to. That's it. Bye for now. <laughs>